0: What's up, seekers of strength? Welcome back to another enlightening episode of Gathering Strength, the podcast that dives deep into the wisdom of the ages in order to help you navigate the challenges of the modern world. I'm your host, Ruby Rube, and today we have a truly captivating topic that's bound to resonate with each and every one of you. Have you ever felt torn between your aspirations for a better self and the immediate pleasures that beckon you? Do you find yourself wrestling with the timeless dilemma of wanting change but saying to yourself, not yet? Well, you're not alone. I'm here to tell you, you are in good company. And today... We're about to embark on a remarkable journey through history, guided by the wisdom of brilliant minds like St. Augustine, Socrates, Aristotle, Benjamin Franklin, and Viktor Frankl. If you don't know who those guys are, good, because you are going to learn today. And together, we're going to unravel the the profound truth encapsulated in St. Augustine's prayer. He wrote in his journal hundreds of years ago, God grant me chastity, but not yet. End quote. Nay, Now, what does that mean? Well, tune in because you're going to find out. In this episode, I'm going to explore the universal human struggle between desire and virtue. And we're going to draw inspiration from renowned historical figures who have faced similar dilemmas will break down complex ideas into relatable insights. And I'm also going to provide practical tips to apply this wisdom in your everyday life. So whether you're seeking personal growth, striving for a more meaningful existence, or simply curious about the human condition, stay tuned. Gathering Strength is here to guide you on a transformative journey towards self-improvement one step at a time. This is the podcast where wisdom meets action, where ancient truths meet modern challenges. Let's dive in. But before we get any deeper, man, I need to set the table. Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time, he said, the more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you are going to learn today. You also know I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's right. I want you to look jacked. I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing and dominating in the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championships. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank because life is heavy. And we're not always going to have a spot. Luckily for you, I got you back. Now today... I want to explore the profound idea that has echoed through the ages. An idea encapsulated in the words of the great St. Augustine. Quote, God grant me chastity, but not yet. End quote. It's an idea that transcends centuries and resonates deeply within the human experience. God grant me chastity, but not yet. You see, St. Augustine, he was a remarkable figure, a man who lived in a time of great upheaval and transformation, similar to our own time. Born in the late 4th century, he was a philosopher, theologian, bishop, and high scorer of the Street Fighter arcade game. But more importantly, he was a man who grappled with the complexities of human nature. An aspect of ourselves that remains constant throughout history. St. Augustine's prayer, quote, God grant me chastity, but not yet. End quote. Now, this serves as a timeless reminder of our inner struggle between our aspirations for virtuous living and our worldly desires. In these simple words, he encapsulated a universal truth. The tension between our higher ideals and our immediate gratifications. Now let's get a little bit deeper into the context in which he wrote that infamous that infamous prayer. Lord, grant me chastity, but not yet. Now this infamous prayer of the young Augustine... Reflects the inner conflict of any soul who recognizes the virtuous thing to do, yet fears the demanding struggle against human urges and passions. In his confessions, St. Augustine was not afraid to admit his utter powerlessness in the face of sexual temptation. As a young man, he had given into the attraction of sexual pleasure and took a lover whom he would never marry, but who bore him his only son. Now here we have a priest, you know, a saint, a man who is supposed to have a very close relationship with a with God, with a higher power, and yet he still struggled. And now compound this prayer with uh, the Apostle Paul. He wrote uh, in the Bible. Um, some uh, I'm drawing a blank. He wrote. I do the things that I shouldn't do, and I don't do the things that I should do. Now, when I read this, and, you know, as we go through our journey, we pick up little pieces of wisdom here and there and over there and over there. And then at some point, you know, we're able to connect all of the dots together. And when we create connections of the wisdom that we have accumulated on our journey When all of those dots connect, that creates understanding. Now, prior to my understanding of the human condition and the fact that great men have struggled with the same things that I struggle with, you know, whether it is you know, a a sexual struggle or a struggle to not drink alcohol or a struggle to do something that you know that you should be doing or the struggle between not doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing. That struggle, that conflict is applicable to everybody. No matter what, the people in the past, they struggled with their own internal conflicts between doing what was right and what was wrong. Saints did it presidents kings everybody struggles some people they just they're better at hiding it than others now when i realize that you know hey there have been men who have wrote about their struggles it's it granted me solace comfort and a feeling that i wasn't alone i wasn't a weak person i wasn't broken I wasn't damaged, I wasn't a loser, I wasn't a shithead because everybody has that internal battle. It doesn't matter who you are. Here we have this priest who is struggling by sexual temptations. You know, he had the the life of being a saint, and yet man, he saw this woman. She stepped into some light, maybe a little hair Or maybe some wind quaffed her her bangs and she stepped into the light. And uh uh-oh, now he has a a little boner. And here he is trying to pray his boner away. But hey, he's like, but not yet, God. Not yet. Don't take away my boner just yet because, man, this chick's too hot. You know, his flesh... His desire, his immediate gratification, his dopamine wanted to be stimulated right then and there. And because that power and that struggle between doing what is right and doing what is wrong, hey, everybody wrestles with that. You're, you're going to have your own struggles. I'm going to have my own struggles. But we still struggle. And even though we might mess up and give in to it, man you know that's just part of the human condition uh, the human condition go ahead and just let yourself know that you are in good company with a plethora of people who have messed up everybody has so you know you can hopefully give yourself a little bit of a break a little bit of some comfort knowing that you're in good company Whenever you do have those struggles and maybe you do mess up, that's just the human condition. The the good thing about it is that redemption is for everybody. And those greatest stories that have ever been told are those of redemption, of the underdog, of the guy who has fell down 99 times but got up 100. Those are the best stories. Now, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this concept. We're going to break it down into its essential elements, making it accessible to everyone. Because you all are going to learn today. Now, in order to do that, let's journey through history and draw wisdom from renowned figures who, in their own words, have touched upon this very human struggle. First, we're going to talk about Socrates, he said, A unexamined life is not worth living. End quote. Now, Socrates, the ancient Greek philosopher, he understood the importance of self examination. He famously proclaimed, An unexamined life is not worth living. What he meant was that introspection, the act of looking inward, is the key to a meaningful existence. Just like St. Augustine's prayer, it's an acknowledgement that we must confront our inner conflicts, our flaws, and our desires if we are to live a life of purpose. Aristotle, quote, we are what we repeatedly do, end quote. Now Aristotle, another great Greek thinker, he emphasized the role of habits in shaping our character. We are what we repeatedly do. Now, in the context of God grant me chastity, but not yet, this reminds us that our choices, especially the ones that test our virtues, define who we become. It's not about perfection in an instant, but about the gradual transformation that stems from consistent effort. Benjamin Franklin, we're going to move move forward in time. Now, let's consider a quote From the American Benjamin Franklin, quote, he said, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy and wise, end quote. While seemingly unrelated, this quote emphasizes the idea of delaying immediate gratifications, like, for example, staying up late for the sake of long term goals. It echoes Augustine's prayer in the sense that it suggests delaying worldly pleasures for a greater purpose. Sure, yeah, you know what, you probably do want to stay up a little bit late, watch another episode of Breaking Bad or The Simpsons. But man, what's that going to do for your early morning routine? You told yourself that you were going to wake up early. Go for a run or do some exercises or, you know, just do that thing that you said you were going to do. But because you stood up late, you scratched the itch of your immediate gratification. And because you did that, hey, you kiss your morning routine and all your goals and all your aspirations. Goodbye. Let's jump on in to Viktor Frankl, one of my mentors. He wrote the book, uh, The Man's Search for Meaning. Awesome book. Now jumping ahead to the 20th century, Viktor Frankl, a Holocaust survivor and psychiatrist, he expressed profound wisdom in his book *Man's Search for Meaning*. He wrote, "Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing: the last of the human freedoms—to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances." End quote. Now, once again, this is coming from a guy who survived and endured the Holocaust. And even though he witnessed all of the atrocities that the, uh, that the Nazis d- committed upon the, the Jews, he said to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. That is the one thing that nobody can take from you. Epictetus, man, he, he had the same sentiment as well. Now, Frankel, like St. Augustine, recognized that even in the face of suffering and temptation, we possess the power to choose our responses to strive for a better self. Now, let's weave these threads together. Augustine's prayer, while seemingly contradictory, encapsulates the essence of our human condition. It reminds us that we are creatures of desire and aspiration, often torn between the allure of the present moment and the pursuit of a better self. It teaches us that it's perfectly human to desire change, to yearn for virtue, yet also to falter in the face of immediate temptations. It's a acknowledgment of our fallibility, our imperfections, and our need for self-compassion. In our fast-paced, modern world, we are bombarded with instant gratifications. We are lured by the quick fixes, the immediate pleasures. Augustine's prayer urges us to pause, to reflect on the consequences of our choices, and to consider the long-term implications of our actions. This is not a call for perpetual delay, no. It's a call for balance, for mindful decision-making. It's a reminder that the path to virtue is a journey, not a destination. It's about recognizing that the struggle itself, the striving for a better self, is what defines us as human beings. You're never going to arrive at perfection. You're never going to arrive at completely 100% enlightened. You're never going to be done. Virtue is a journey. So how can we apply this timeless wisdom to our everyday lives? It starts with self-awareness. Take a moment to reflect on your own desires and your own aspirations. What are the things you want to change or improve in your life? What are the temptations that pull you away from your goals? Once you have identified these aspects, remember that it's okay to desire change, but also to stumble along the way. Progress is not always linear. Just as St. Augustine didn't ask for chastity yet, you don't have to demand perfection from yourself immediately. Instead, set realistic goals and be patient with yourself as you work towards them. Furthermore, consider the role of habits in shaping your character. As Aristotle suggested, What daily practices can you cultivate to align with your aspirations? Small, consistent steps can lead to significant transformations over time. In the face of immediate pleasures or temptations, think of Viktor Frankl's insight about choosing one's attitude. Recognize your freedom to make conscious choices that align with your long-term values. It's about exercising that inner strength to say, Not yet, to immediate gratifications that may compromise your higher ideals. In conclusion, the wisdom encapsulated in Augustine's prayer, quote, God grant me chastity, but not yet, end quote, it is not confined to a specific time or place. It's a universal truth that speaks to the human condition. It reminds us of our dual nature the tension between our desires and our aspirations. It teaches us the importance of self-awareness, patience, and conscious choice in our journey towards personal growth and virtue. As we navigate the complexities of our modern world, let us draw inspiration from the ages, from the worlds of thinkers like Socrates, Aristotle, Benjamin Franklin, and Viktor Frankl, who in their own ways, echoed the wisdom of St. Augustine. So, my friends, my seekers of strength, let us embrace our humanity with all its imperfections and strive for a better self, one step at a time, saying, not yet, to immediate gratifications in pursuit of a more profound and meaningful existence. Seneca, that guy said, thousands of years ago, As long as you live, continuously learn how to live. That'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to give me a like, give me a subscribe, give me a follow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And in return, I'm going to continue to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.